roll tape. Welcome and on tonight's episode, Garrett buys a baguette, Sneaky takes a sabbatical, Rubes dies of heat exhaustion, and Hari and Tristan have a mutual breakdown. Welcome to the Bacon Burgers. Wait for them cease and desist letters. We are waiting for them. They haven't done okay. it. I don't know whether that's because they think, yeah, we're doing a great job, or they that's think, true. yeah, they're not worth our time. Look, look, either one of those, either one of those outcomes is a distinct possibility, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bacon Burgers. I'm Chubby Cheese. Um, joined with me. Um, I always say that joined with me. It makes no grammatical sense. But um, with me, uh, uh, Garrett, Hari, and um, Rubes, uh, Sneaky is on sabbatical. He told us to go and fuck ourselves, and he never wants to speak to us again. That's not strictly true. But either way, Sneaky, we miss you. Can't wait to get you back. Right. So um, we're going to hit this really, really quickly, because I imagine that I know what, roughly what everyone's going to say. Um, Hobby, Rubes, talk to me. Um, yep. Been uh, painting up some American uh, War of Independence stuff. Um, Harry and I are midway through a sharp practice game. Um, so, as we're uh, playing via video and um, just playing as we go, I've been painting in between sessions. Um, other than that, haven't done a lot. Started building uh, an Australian force for the desert. Oh, oh well on. Yeah, just started putting together a couple of figures. Um, my niece wants to do another bolt action campaign, and she wants to run Australian, so uh, kind of sticking with that theme. Um, are we going to see? Are we going to see her dad in any of the Melbourne events next year? This year? This year? It's this year now. Um, possibly. She's in year twelve this year, so a bit of a hectic year. Bloody hell! That's come around so, quick. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> tell me about it. I am feeling old. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the printing front, I haven't done a lot. A um, couple more bits to a Stalingrad uh, table, the um, department store. I've seen some of this stuff. It looks dead good. I can't wait to see what it looks like when it's painted. Yeah, it's going to be half a tape, like the length of a table sort of thing for the department yes. store. Um, what other that, than that, that department store, like 40 hours or something? Uh, per piece. <laughs> how many it's pieces? Big. It is big. Yeah, how, many pieces, how many pieces are there? Oh, God. I've done two so far. The first one was 48 or 50 hours, and that was just one end of it. Um, and I'm talking... It's uh, 20 centimetres squared, um, and that's just one end of it. And so we're looking at a nearly six foot long um, piece. So yeah, I just want to go and flick the main switch off at your, your house. <laughs> <Just> sporadically. <laughs> um, I can't, well, having said that, I can't really run the printer all that often at the moment because of the heat here um, in central Victoria. Uh, my printers, where they are, are actually below the aircon for the rear half of the house. So <laughs> i got to be careful about what time I start my prints so I, they don't uh, cool too quickly. Um, I have some of the King & Country uh, Kickstarter lined up to print next. So um, good for um, anything from, say, the 15th, uh, maybe even earlier, 14th century onwards. Um, I can use them for, for rural France, England. Um, I actually... I, Kickstarter just arrived, Border Wars, which is all about the Scottish Reavers. Um, so yeah. that just arrived. So I'm kind of going to print up a few barns and manors and things like that for uh, Reavers to raid. So, yeah, that's my plan. Um, uh, I'm actually working on putting some of the Reaver miniatures together as we speak. Lovely. 
Well, when you run out of room, start sending down some uh, terrain to me, please, mate. It, it can be arranged. Awesome. He's good like that. Garrett, what have you been up to? Uh, the reason I need terrain is I've just built my first board ever, which I'm super pumped about. I, I am... Did, I did I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you props here. Now, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fill the listener in. When Garrett and I first started playing, we played on some of the world's most horrendous terrain ever because it was just stuff that you'd found at a bin, scratch-built, sort of... Oh. There was a road section that was about, what, about a, a foot and a half long that had a heap of craters all over it. That made no sense at all. But, geez, I'll tell you what, we had some games on that. We made some, we made some magic happen. Just, you know, you might get lucky. You purchase something. It was a polystyrene block that kind of looked like a bunker. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, this is a ruin. Yeah, let's do that. That's great. Um, and then sounds, you... still sounds uh, much uh, better trained than the uh, 40K GT in London a couple of years back. Not, not by much. Not by much. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett got really lucky because as soon as I started playing, I went, I, I went into, like, full terrain mode. I actually started building my own stuff. And we actually got some really good pieces out of that. It's actually there's two pieces, those two houses that I built. Um, they're coming to Cancon in a week and a half. So yeah, hundred. No, they look great. I mean, they still stand up. They look a little bit, you know, worn, but you know, just sort of adds to the character. But yeah, Garrett, you've built your own board. Um, I've seen yeah, photos. Um, I was I'm, I was surprised about how expensive it actually is. Oh yeah, um, I dropped almost two hundred bucks on the Battle Systems card terrain which is just snap locked together. It's got printed exterior and interiors. Um, then it was like, you've got to buy your glue, your MDF, you know, your, your fake trees, um, bits of road, etc. Like it, it adds up. I know. And that's where I'm leading to Tristan. Who's making the tiny violin. One board, I reckon it cost me about three fifty, maybe 400. Um, I know there's a lot of initial buy-in costs. Like you've got to get in your bulk PVA. You've got to get your, you know, your small gravel and bits and pieces and stuff. But Tristan, who's built how many boards now? Eight? I'm taking 12, 12 to Canberra. How many did you build? Uh, one, two, three, four, five-ish. I'm working on number five at the moment, which is a winter bastone board. Yeah, like a thousand bucks worth of terrain right there. It's, it's probably more, you know? It's, it's actually, you know, what the funny thing is like the, the, the bastone board that I've done, um, it's like a shitload of those Aldi trees. Um, which, you know, everyone goes and buys. Um, I've got, um, so just, uh, I had an old sheet of MDF that I cut up into jelly beans and used the, the age-old um, the age old method of just mixing up um, glue, white paint, and uh, baking soda. And that's just snow, and I literally just put a base of that down and then sprinkled, um, like, uh, the Woodland Scenics fake snow on top of it. And that's literally just area terrain now. And then I've got snow drifts which are just um, offcuts of foam that I've glued to MDF and then just use that, uh, that snow thing as like a spack filler almost. And like, we've actually got a winter table. Like, you know, I mean, we have not had a winter table before, so that's kind of exciting and new. So um, yeah, it's just, it's been a real, it's been a bit of a struggle if I'm honest, um, finding the motivation to get back into terrain post Christmas. Cause I was all like, it really sucks it out of you. Like, all I want to do is just pack all this shit away into boxes, um, flip everyone the bird and go back to painting miniatures. And I can't do that because it's literally just like terrain, 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 terrain. So Are you done? You're finished? Everything's getting packed up? Uh, no, I've got, um, I've got Robert Obble Ding Dong and um, Ian Harrison coming over this weekend to help me do a terrain day. 
and they're going to help me get uh, another board sorted out, which is going to be all the Knights of Dice terrain that I've got, plus that big hotel that I borrowed from Anthony. And then there's going to be like a big churchyard with a big courtyard. And there's, you know, it's it's just it's just bonkers, like the amount of crap that you put, you know, that you sort of, you, you go through. And the thing is, like, you look at a board, you put it together and you go, no, that's rubbish. No, if I can move that, that's going to be moved around there. No, that's, that doesn't work. No, it's going to be a slow game, slow game. Like I've, I've built. I mean, you guys all seen the um, pictures of the. I built a table which has got an enormous railway, like a causeway, um, an embankment. This huge embankment that cuts the board in half. Like you know, you've got very little um, line of sight. Um, the idea was like, I mean, not every board should be this big, open, you know, sort of you know, long range masterpiece. Like you need to have boards that challenge people in the way that they play. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, you know what? I want people to look at our boards and go. Oh, how the hell am I going to play that? You know, it's mm. not going to suit everyone's play style, so you're going to have to adapt. And I think that's a that's the that's the kind of uh, the show of a really good general is if you can sort of adapt to you know your you know adapt your different play styles to different boards. Improvise. But also adapt, the show of a good. Oh, sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say improvise, adapt, overcome. Yeah, he's doing the old, rules, the, old, yeah, the old bad rules. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to so, say that's the show of a great terrain maker as well in that you not only need to design it so models can effectively fit on those like yeah. areas or, or components like that, like you can't mm. have a sheer cliff. Um, you've also got to create different uh, scenarios or ways of playing the game that isn't unbalanced for one side um, yeah. and is interesting for the players to play on as well. That's not... Yeah, that, that's kind of where we're at at the moment. I mean, there's, I mean, Hari and I have already started discussions about um, CanCon 2024. And um, yeah, I mean, Harry literally just had this look on his face, like go and fuck yourself. And I'm, I'm it's like we're not even at Camp on twenty twenty three yet. I've already had about six mental breakdowns. Um, uh, it's it's kind of one of those things. Like we've gotten to a point now where it's like you know what will be, what will what will be, will be. Um, but you know, we feel that we've done everything we can to make this as, as successful as possible. But, you know, I guess, I mean, look, we're already talking about it. My hobby has literally just been terrain and proud preparing mm -hmm. for CanCon. So, uh, yeah, somewhere amidst this fucking quagmire of bullshit, there's just, you know, there's boards and boards of terrain that I then need to pack into bags and sort out and, you know, get up to Canberra next uh, next week. And the yes. caravan is going to throw it in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> throw it in the bag. I would like to report that I've, you know, done amazing amounts of hobby, but it's been the same as Tristan. It's just terrain, terrain, terrain. You can't really see in the lighting, but my storage chest has sprouted a small forest of palm trees. Yeah. And it's, yeah, but again, like Tristan, I'm already thinking, you know, what am I going to do to take these boards to the next level in 2024? How do I keep them looking fresh? How do I keep them looking new? I've already got ideas on the drawing board. Um, <clears throat> And it's, in a way, it is addictive. It's like a drug. I see why, you know, the Boics are so consistently churning yeah. the terrain. Once you it's, get that I'll tell you this, though. planted, you look at things and you just, ideas just pop into your head. I'll jump in. It is such an amazing um, uh, resource to have Russ on the end of the mm. phone. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm, th I'm thinking about doing this. How would you do this? Oh, well, with that, you do, uh, um, you know. An hour later, you fail completely, but you're like, "Oh, I see what you're getting at." That's yeah. You know, Russell's just had—he's done it so many times that it's just—it's between Russell and Howard and Dennis. They're just—they're I mean, absolutely 
freaks. I would say to the three of them, do remember that us mainlanders don't have extra limbs. True. We don't have a second head to use as, you know, like a thought space. So yeah. temper your expectations when you give us ideas of how to do things. Tell you what, Russ is living the dream at the moment. Have you seen where oh, he is? Oh, those crayfish that he was pulling out. Yeah. He's literally, he's, he's, he's disappeared to parts unknown of... Tasmania. I'm reasonably certain he's hunting humans down there for sport or some shit. Probably. Yeah. Or his kids. His kids are hunting people for sport. Or he's hunting his kids for sport. There's some sort of human hunting for, hunted for sport. Yeah, somebody has yeah. been hunted for sport. But it sounds like it looks like he's having a great time. I mean, the fucking the craze that he's pulling out are just insane. More power to him, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, insofar as that, it's literally just Harry and I have just been working on terrain and terrain and terrain and terrain and terrain. Yeah, I so, keep staring longingly towards my fifth mountain division, and they keep staring back at me with accusing eyes. And I'm it's true. Thinking, yeah, I know. I've got the same, get there. same thing with my DAC. Same yeah. thing with my dick. So, yeah. speaking of my DAC, uh, I think that we will we will take this opportunity to announce what we feel the Gumby list will be for CanCon 2023. You ready? All right. So, it is a 1942 DAC Light Africa division. And let me tell you, there's a shitload of veterans because I've got fuck all troops. So veteran second lieutenant with a with a with a friend because yeah, everyone needs a friend. Um, uh, what is it? Five, six, seven, an eight man veteran Schutzen squad with two light machine guns and the NCO with a submachine gun. Yeah. Bearing in mind, guys, this was literally just the vacuum up points, and there's yeah, it, it's it's pretty it's it's designed to be challenging but fun. Um, another squad of shoots in exactly the same. Uh, squad of pioneers. What have we got? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there's ten pioneers for the most. Ex oh no, they're not the most expensive squad. They're, they're nearly the most. No, they're they're. Oh, didn't realize this. They're actually completely level with the others. So there's two squads, the most expensive squads. Um, yeah, just pioneers. Uh, squad of Brandenburgers, all with SMGs. Um, eight of those guys. There's another squad of Schutzen, a regular medium mortar, regular anti-tank rifle, a triple two, the, the, the Lorraine Schlepper, and two oh, trucks doing a bit of schlepping, doing a bit of schlepping uh, and two trucks with um, uh, like, with medium machine guns. Now, Hari and I, if we are actually going to play this list, uh, we've got some rules in place. Hari, what are the rules that we're playing? <laughs> this is the... <laughs> This is actually the juggernaut challenge. Yeah, correct me so, if I get any of these wrong, but it's going to be oh, quite on, a fun time. Hang on. I've got an order dice. Now, I'll, I'll read out the order, and you tell me whether we're allowed to do this or not. Okay, you ready? Okay. All right, Let's first go. one. Are you allowed to rally? No, you are not allowed to rally. No, I can't rally. Can you fire? No. You can I only do it as part of an advance, can't you? I think you can fire. Okay. Maybe. Can you run? Yes, but yep. only towards the enemy. Can you ambush? No, you cannot no, ambush. Cannot ambush. Can you go down? No, you cannot go down. Not, volu uh, not, vol not voluntarily. And you can advance. So it's yeah. basically, or I mean, you know what? Let's put it out there. You're not even allowed to fire. It's either an advance move or a run move. Yeah. All right. And everything else is off the table. I'm going to be honest. Tristan, how many orders is that? Twelve. <laughs> right, so we're at, that list is in the bottom two percent of the uh, order dice. Oh yeah, gradient. It's, so it's very very light on. It's, yeah, it's, it's veteran heavy, it so it is durable. But with everything that's packed into it and the uh, the rules that we and, have to abide by, yeah, it's Garrett, very, what you, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? 
Do you reckon you could pull that apart with your French list in about 20 minutes? I mean, that's the idea, though. Well, the thing is, we wanted something that was going to offer up a challenge. And I think that offers up a challenge. And if we're playing it in this goofy, like, juggernaut format, I think that'll be all right. Yeah. Look, it'll um, be fun. The, the most important thing is you'll be able to go, oh, yeah, the rest of my shit is just running. I'll be right back. I'm going to go answer a question, right? Because that's, yeah. you guys need to focus on that because there's going to yeah. be so many rules queries so many disputes with what are you guys at 75 80 no we made 66 a couple of uh withdrawals as well so oh. we're down to 64 oh. yeah these things happen um, but yeah even so tristan and I, yeah even so tristan and i will be very much like sheldon in the ball pit just popping up screaming out bazinga every two seconds bazinga yeah, it, um, I mean, I think that for a, a first crack, um, sort of freshly coming out of COVID, I'm very, very happy with those numbers. Um, yeah. They're very, very healthy. And um, Garrett's absolutely thrilled that we're not at 66 or else we're not we're not at 80 or 70 or 66. There was 64 because his chances of winning a 3D printer are just getting better and better and better. <laughs> that smile. <laughs> He's loving it. Looking devious as all hell. <laughs> Uh, so just a reminder, folks, if you are indeed the winner of the 3D printer and you hear mm. a shady voice come out of the bushes as you leave the venue, do not listen to the voice. Just keep walking. No, just keep, uh, keep walking. I'm going to shank him with a bad Japanese bamboo spearman. You're going to see one of the 40k players and get like a fucking old school dreadnought in a sock. Um, a sturm tiger in a sock. How's that? A resin sturm tiger. I can supply uh, some. Yeah, I bet you can. Rube, stay where you are. Yeah. We gave you a chance to come. You've knocked it back. Rube's had, Rube's had a chance to come. I want to say, Rube, you're weak because you could have left it. You you could have finished a, like a, a whole stressful, long, hot day's work and jumped to the car and driven six hours north, but you chose not to. All right? Nothing like knocking <laughs> off at midnight, uh, driving for six hours and playing a full 10-hour <laughs> <ten> day. <laughs> Do that. Two days straight, and then driving home and getting to, going to work on the ground on the Monday. Oh, oh weak as piss, Larson. Weak as piss. Because <laughs> I was like, oh no, you could get up early and come, you know, come and play. But I'm like, no, you'd have to get up at like two o'clock in the morning. You you get home, have two hours sleep, and then just like, oh. The first thing that happened is he'd walk in the venue, take one look at us, deck the both of us, flip yep. the table, and walk. Yep. Out. That's it. That's it. Aha! <laughs> 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 first place. First place for room. <laughs> Um, loading order dice, Smith and Wesson. Yeah, that's it. Walk in, deck you two, walk to the prize table, pick something up, just walk back out again. (laughs) Pick the prize table up, walk out again. Is he is he allowed to do that? Yeah, Yeah, rude. Yeah, (laughs) we uh, we had that one coming. So um, at this stage, yeah, sixty six players, thirty three tables. Yeah, I think I'm bringing up like twelve or thirteen tables. Um, I think we've got tables coming from uh, far and wide. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield accessories, as per usual, have just stepped up. Um, uh, Viv from Knights of Dice, who is supplying the trophies for us. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts, Viv. Nice. Um, um, Battlefield accessories and um, Knights of Dice will actually be in um, in attendance at CanCon. So I would encourage our player base strongly to go and check out those stores, go and have a chat with those guys. And just I will remind you that the reason that events like this are so successful is because of the generosity of those individuals, including people like War and Peace and Eureka, who will all be at CanCon. If you can, please go over there, put your hand in your pocket and buy something off those guys because it helps them out tremendously. 
they are they are the reason that we can be as, as, as generous and as successful as we can be because we have generous and successful people behind us. So go and look after them, please. They're legendary people. Cruel words have never been spoken. There you go. It's all the piss that I've been drinking. I'm drinking. I'm I'm, I'm on the I'm on the uh, Golden Axe Kaiju's at the moment. So oh, thank you, Kaiju. Poetic now, guys. Mm-hmm. This mm. is where it's going to get dangerous and a little. Thank everybody. I'll tell you what. Um, the first mm-hmm. ring's been relinquished, young Tristan. Are you able? Have you got a bit of a kitty that you can uh, drop? What do you mean? You know, you buy some stuff. Are you going to buy some things? What are you? Am gonna I going to buy some things? I don't know. I, I mean, am I going to have time? Yeah. Like that's. that's I mean, bare bones. That's kind of what it comes down to. Am I going to have time? Like, I would be able to like to be able to say, oh yeah, I'll live over to buy swap. No. Dude, I'll probably go over and see, like, I'll go and see War and Peace, like, first thing in the morning during, like, 20 minutes into game one. I'll be like, I'm going to run off, do my shit, and then I'll come back, and then I'll tag team with Hari, and then, yeah, it'll be like, then it'll be like, all right, I'm here. You can't, you just can't leave. Um, Because, you know, each one... It's very difficult to find time to scratch your nose when you're TOing. Yeah, well, I mean, you're looking at... Yeah, between 33 tables, we're going to be looking after 16 tables apiece, roughly... Yeah. Um, that's a lot of, it's a lot of ground to cover. So, I don't know for um, the fact that if either one of us dips for a couple of hours, the other one is going to be ready to throw our hands a second. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's not going to be good. So, luckily, we've got um, Anthony the Rocket Man coming up to um, provide admin assistance for us. So, he's going to be running the draw on the day and getting everybody sorted. Um, there's a few things that we're still sort of trying to sort of uh, um, uh, polish up. But <clears throat> it's looking like it's going to be a pretty successful campaign for us. Um, and um, I think everyone's going to be going home with some awesome goodies. Mm-hmm. My wife's going to be thrilled to get all the beer and, <coughs> excuse me, Wargame Atlantic's um, boxes out of the house. <laughs> I, have, I have so many boxes of Wargame Atlantic stuff. It's crazy. Like, if anybody wants to start a German Lear army or a fucking um, Italian army, come and see me. Yeah, Hari, done. You're sorted, son. <laughs> like, Garrett, you want a box of soldiers? Done. You, you're, you're getting a box of soldiers. Like... Hey. Yeah, it's going to be well good. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at at the moment. Um, oh, my goodness. So, Garrett, in roundabout ways, do you want to ever talk about what you're bringing? Because I think your list is pretty unique. And, I, I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, just say... No, oh. no I'm, I'm happy to talk about it because um, everyone's lists are in, correct? Yep. Yes. There's Great. about eight that I'm chasing up. Oh, Andy, okay. Andy Brownrigg, get on board, yeah, son. I think he's bringing, he's, um, yeah, big rig. He's bringing airborne. Bars, he's bringing yeah. British airborne. I think. I don't think there's anything curly in the works. None of the players that I'm waiting on are like the the quirkier veterans of the community. So I don't okay. think there's going to be any curveballs. Everything that I've seen so far has been very. I won't say generic, but it's been more or less in the ballpark of what I expected. Yeah, which yeah. is. It's comfortable, but a little bit exploratory. People are trying a few new things. You are not- literally, you're, just, you're just describing your sex life. <laughs> it's comfortable, but I'm trying new things. I've got to be honest. I've like, never done these sorts of things before. They make, me feel, they make me feel weird until I'm doing it. And then right up to that point, please yeah, continue. Like I nice conversations with you. They're comfortable, but they do get weird. If you get weird. Um, oh, that's not true. They start off weird and then they just become comfortable as we go along. So powerful Australian meta is actually a sex move? <laughs> Ask Toph. Toph will tell you. <laughs> Ask Petey. I stayed at his place. Yeah. <laughs> that's I think, where their blow-up mattress came into it, eh? 
Oh, <laughs> we won't blind it up with air, I'll tell you that. We've definitely got lists in the higher spectrum of the auto dice, but there's nothing that's really sort of made me sit up and go, did not expect to say that. No, it's I, I, there's nothing that's come through where I've been like, holy shit, you know. Mm. I think um, there was a list that we had come through, which was the, it was a Chinese list where the auto dice count was excessively yeah. high. That we are, sorry? Like how much? 30? 25. 25. That was the highest. Like now, we, we allowed that. Been? We allowed that based on the player because we know that that player's been around for a long time. He knows how to handle his shit. Yeah. Um, yep. He's good at what he does, and it's just like, you know what? If anyone can do it, he can. So, yeah, well, having said that... Back and resub because yeah, he's resubbed it. The army wasn't ready in time, so he's gone with a uh, different nation. So Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, time constraints, yeah. But overall, I mean, Garrett, I will say that your list is definitely at the top end of the spectrum when it comes to auto dice. Yeah, big 22. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the one nipping at your heels is 21. Sure. Is Garrett uh, the highest? Yeah, Garrett's the highest. Holy shit. So you've got that. 22 in the bank, but I think you've got an edge from... Yeah. Well, you've got an edge, you, mate. You've got an edge or an Achilles heel. I don't know which one. <laughs> I like that some of the missions allow you to put up to half of your. <laughs> oh, so oh that's eleven units on the table. Yeah. Hmm. That's nice. That's that's why I went for the high order last list. Yeah, and if you can forward deploy them, they're not going to they're not get touched by the old fucking prep bombardment, which is nice. There's only a few spotters that are forward deploying. No snipers. No sneaky squads. Uh, anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a French list. I'm bringing the heavy duty fromage because I've just tapped into all the national rules and, you know, cool. listening cool. to the uh, the English boys has been helping and, you know, getting some advice from, from Toph and I uh, really, I really regret putting you under the juggernauts because I feel I've unlocked Pandora's fucking, I've, I've unlocked, you know, Toph Dora's gooch here because it's just bad news. Having Look, said I that, I, 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 yeah. I will say this. I will say this. It's like Robin has been training against you, yeah. and it's not like you're mopping the floor with him consistently. And Robin's a good player, so like it's you haven't got some sort of unbeatable skunk list. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, three how medium howitzers is kind of skunky, and but you know, you guys have, have let it through, so that's nice. How are you? How are you going to go against the tiger tank? Well, pins. I mean, or ignore it. It's one shot with a heavy gun or, what, two or three machine guns? Just go down. Yeah, but you, th there's nothing you do to hurt that tank, is there? Yeah, it's all right. Indirect. Why do you need to take it out? Or the no, house no. that can put, put I mean, D3 pins on it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Realistically, a tiger... The last time I came up against a heavy tank was an IS-2, and I just pin chucked two rounds of HE shooting on that thing, and it just stayed there. Is there, um, it's correct if I'm wrong, but is there, like, if you're a veteran tank and you, I mean, and this is all pie in the sky, by the way, there's, I don't know, I don't believe there's a veteran tiger coming to. If anyone's forked out for a veteran tiger. I know about it. We know about it. We, we, yeah, yeah we, we, we would have rubber stamped that shit and gone, hey, you're coming. You're in, boy. Yeah, good mate. 500 yeah. points. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, if you're a veteran tiger, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there a rule in the book that says that if you take um, damage from a weapon that cannot penetrate you, that you don't take pins? 
the wording is a bit ambiguous because I believe in the rulebook it actually says if the weapon cannot damage you rather than penetrate. And that's where the wiggle room comes in because technically, even though it's not in that particular scenario, a medium howitzer can damage a heavy tank. What, by top armor? Well, either top side or rear. So because of that... Yeah, but I would... Think- I- yeah, but I would, no, I, I, would I would take that by okay, like the shot, yeah. the, this particular shot that I'm shooting. If I'm hitting you on front armor, and I'm a veteran. We ignore that pin. I think or Garrett pin. is going to prove me right because the rule does not specify the fight, like the arc that the shot comes from. So if you front armor, if you fire at the front armor of a tiger, then I believe the rule says that it's just it class it classifies it as damage. Like, so I guarantee raises- you, I guarantee that right now, PD and Tope are screaming into their, like... Let them scream their English. Into enough. their earpods, like, it's fucking on this page, and this ain't fake you, you fucking dickheads. Yeah. So, yeah, before before CanCon comes along, we will we will have a clarification on that, but yeah. This is interesting. It says, um, hits from HE shells, 107. Um, the vehicle itself takes a hit, uh... Uh, roll just wants to damage the vehicle using the pen value of the shell. Note that if the vehicle can be pinned by the pen value of the shell, it will receive the multiple amount of hits shown. So I think Tristan's right. Yeah. Oh, that That's interesting. That's really interesting. Might change the way that you play as well. Having said that, I mean, I don't... I can't recall any Armour 10 vehicles that are rocking up. We've got have a I, couple. Have we? Yeah, Armour 11? We've got a couple of Tigers. We do? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. Tigers bombing around. Garrett, um, game one. I well, yeah, like we, I said, just the norm. Yeah. I think we possibly have a listener out there as well. We well, I hope we got a listener out there. No, we don't have listeners. Come on, mate. We're, we're just doing this for ourselves. We just did this for We had a USMC list come through that was... Unit for unit, almost identical to the one that I spitballed in the last episode, or Ooh. a couple episodes previous. Yeah, how many how, how many medium machine guns did it have? None. Oh, it wasn't that one. Okay, I thought you were making no. it. Yeah. No, no. Um, because we did receive a list, and I'm not going to name names, but somebody <laughs> somebody submitted a list with eight medium machine guns because of the yeah. This person knows who they are, and if you're listening, that was an absolute meme of a list. Oh, it was and great. All the time, I'm going to let you run it. That was yeah. glorious. Well done. We we, we we commend your spirit, sir. It was it was pretty good. But you also want to read the fine print on that one is that each unit can only be suppressed once per turn. Yeah. Um, you can't just go and pin a unit out of the game uh, verbatim. Mm. I'm actually now contemplating slamming half a slab of Red Bull to get to Canberra just so I can run two IS-3s and a Tachanka. I'll, I'll allow it. No, you can't as an armor platoon. Yeah. No, Damn Red. It. No. Sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have done My it. My heart will survive, CanCon. <laughs> yeah, no. If, if, I, I, I'd allow you to do that, I mean, just based on the fact that it would get you to CanCon, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, we're not, we're not going to do that. That's, uh, that's a bit, bit rude. Um... All right, so, uh, yeah, Garrett, what else you got on the list? I've got two medium mortars with spotters. Three three medium howitzers, two medium mortars. That is a lot of indirect. I like it. Yeah, and essentially use those to take out their support weapons first. So with mass fire, you don't go down. You just keep shooting until their howitzers and mortars are dead. 
Yeah. Um, I did a, a nice cheeky smoke round as well and blocked nice. um, Rob's Observer, which I have difficulty with because most of my shit's inexperienced. Um, so that's cool. That's I've, that's an option too. I've got some little smoke templates I've printed out. So if I'm against a lot of indirect or a lot of shooty shit, I'm yep. just going to put some smoke down and uh, they can deal with that because not every general knows how to, to deal with smoke, you know? It is a thing. I use it against Pedro at uh, Op Bear. And, um, I'm going to be honest. I've never gone up against it. So it's yeah. one, it's one of the things I know I never think to use it. And then like, like I said, at operation bear, I was playing Pedro and I actually noticed he had a smoke template and I said, Oh, what's that for? And he's like, Oh, it's for the, the hit me with KB two. I'm like, yes, yeah, smoke. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hang on a minute. I can't actually see anything, but I'll tell you what, I can put a bloody smoke template down. I'm going to, you know, and luckily enough, I, you know, I rolled, was it a six and it just stayed exactly where it was. And it allowed yeah. me to bring everything onto the board. And all of a sudden it was like this one, Thing. and I, i've never rated smoke and you've you've used it to win games against me garrett and it's just like yeah yeah the arty observer one is awesome that's huge mm. yeah I but uh I, no look i can drop five smoke templates in a turn which it's nice can help you if you know what you're doing no i remember um, so that's nice uh what's that no i remember i was just gonna say i remember a guy in the queensland scene who would run double artillery observers in a british list he referred to it as his smoking habit and he had two <laughs> uh, collapsible templates That's that cool. he could just put down. And yeah, it was uh, something to see. Yeah, if you, can, um, if you can like block off a flank and then just hit the other one with everything you've got and you just smoke it up, I think that's that's pretty effective. Mm. What um what else second, uh, Garrett? So that's the support. Um, I've also got a pair of FT-17s, which are just very cute. Um, keeping with my World War One theme, because all my guns are the resin-printed spoke wheels, sort of, um, you know, World War One guns. Which is I cool. do like, I do like what you've done for your spent shells. You've actually got, um, actually, proper twenty-two spent, rounds. Yeah, yeah, twenty-two rounds, and you actually use those. They look really cool. You've done well. That's fun. Chucked them in the mud, make it, made it look a bit verdun. Yeah. And uh, or is it some that's famous for its mud? Uh, Bashendale. It's the great story battle. Yep. Okay. Oh, the fact that we all know uh, that now because of Dan Carlin. Thank you, Dan. And then, and then the Dan, four of them. You, what are you talking about, Hari? You've never I what you, you what you haven't listened to. You haven't listened to Blueprint from again. No, I can't stand his voice. Oh no, my God, no! I cried. And then all it. of a sudden, like half an hour, and I was like, "Yep, I need to rip out my eardrums." And then all of a sudden, in the distance, there was one of the bacon burgers. A huge disappointment. Yeah. Whoa. Tristan was there. Oh, he had his finger up in the air. <laughs> he licked it once and gave him the bird. Uh, I've gone with two inexperienced first LTs. Um, yeah. And their job is to, that plus two bonus is really nice. One of them, one pair is on a horse. Um, and they can just zip around so quick, double activation, and move over to where they need to get to. Yeah, having them on months. having them on horseback is very is very mm. cool. Yeah, can only take one of them because uh, I've only got two squads to have. Yeah, uh, but super handy. And also, just that turn six last minute objective grab as well. You yeah. can just because they don't um, move like vehicles. You can snake around uh, any terrain, so you can just surprise in and contest or just grab a quick objective. So mm. super nice. Inexperience, you know, they'll die pretty quick, but no one tends to shoot at them. Plus. You know, got Recky, which is nice too. 
Yeah, but you have a lot of other shit that people will prioritize before that. You got big. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just explain what the rest of the squad, the rest of the list is, and I'll we'll go through it. Yeah, so I went with the uh, four inexperienced twelve-man rifle squads, which is yeah. forty-eight bayonets. Uh, they got the LMGs as well, which is super. Yeah, you're um, welcome. One of, them's, one of them's free. So yeah, that's that's interesting. They don't shoot well, um, but what I found you do is. Put him in some hard cover or in a building, put on ambush and just wait to get charged. Hammer them with shots when they're an inch away. And then as long as you're behind cover, you've probably taken three, four guys out, as long as they're not yes. Japanese. And then you're striking the same time. You've usually got the numbers to take out a vet squad. Yeah. But if you lose an inexperienced squad, who cares, right? 80 points. Who gives a shit? And yeah. now that enemy squad is right where you want them and you can just shwack them with artillery. Yeah. Hopefully they've assaulted you into a, you know, they've assaulted into a beer, into a building, um, and then you know you can then, uh, you know, target the building with a bit of HE if they decide to, you know, uh, consolidate. I don't think you can consolidate into a building. I think you need a run move. No, you can. You if can. You assault it, yes, if you assault a unit inside a building, you can you can consolidate into the building. I also think here's the funny thing: if you're inside a building, you can assault a unit that's outside the building and then get back inside the building. I knew that, but I didn't think that you could assault a you squad. Yes, yeah, so you can assault a building, and then you can um, uh, consolidate into their position. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, that was, that was, a, that was then, a big thing. That was a big thing in V one. Like everyone did that in V one, and you know, because buildings went coffins in V one, and then you know, also <laughs> tough fighters were fucking insanely good. Yeah, and you had that, like, everything was killing on a six on, in buildings as well in V1. Yeah, that's right. Jesus, yeah. like, you put it, yeah, inexperienced, yeah, you put an inexperienced squad inside a building and it was, like, killing on sixes. It was, like, Jesus, that's strong. That's just yeah. insanely good. Yeah, 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 it was great. Not no more, though. Um, and uh, then I've got six motorcycles um, because the French as well as the British get that rule yeah. where you can take three for one choice. Um Four LMGs and two ATRs, and the LMGs move up in support. Um, they can, in a last turn, kind of grab a vehicle that, like mm. an unmanned transport, and just zip yeah. up there and claim that. Um, or they can just put a pin down. Um, but they're really they're just there to harass, just a, a fly to piss people off. And I the ATRs sneaky side shots on armor. I found that was really good with my um, my Ludigurg. Is that if you have something like that that you can present as a target. If they go and shoot it and get the kill on it, you're just like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All the rest of my other shit is the stuff that's actually doing the heavy lifting here. I don't care about a couple of bikes. You know, you enjoy yourself. Yeah. So, bad. all right, so you've got, uh, you got that, you've got a couple of squads of cavalry? Two vet, seven-man squads of cav. Um, yep. They work well on outflank. You kind of bring him in on the last, as the last dice. Um and then wait for that, hopefully, because you've got 22 water dice or you haven't lost too much shit. You've got that dice superiority so you can get that charge in first, and you've got to hit them on the flank. You don't want to charge into terrain uh, or into an obstacle where you're striking at the same time. You've got to get that first strike because they are low in number. Uh, yep. But if you can, with the tough fighter, you know, you should clean up most opponents, except, again, for Japanese. Yeah, no worries. Or fanatics. And you got some transportation in there? No, no transports. I cover my objective cappers and fast movers. The gun line are the um, infantry squads. 
And uh, yeah, the FTs, well, the FTs aren't doing much, but the bikes are sort of the fast. Yeah, but the FT, the FT is just literally like a mobile medium machine gun, isn't it? Like that's all it's there for to do. So it's, it's something that's a little bit difficult to get rid of that you can just sort of put out and, yeah. you know, it's people are going to maybe struggle and they're not going to struggle to deal with Armour 7. It is what it is, but um, yeah. 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 Yeah, slow and one man turret, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. thirty-five. underwhelming, but yeah. then again, you never know. Yeah, well, hundred percent. You know, you, yeah, you could literally just put them on ambush, and then all of a sudden, you could, you know, potentially get you know catch a, a truck and a, and, a, and a crossfire, or you know, you could literally just bring them down either flank and then put them on ambush to stop people from um, outflanking on you. Or there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Yeah, they offer a little bit of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Look, I've got to be honest. From a from a TO's point of view, uh, completely objective. I mean, you are you are my best mate, but um, you know we've we've had a lot of conversations in regards to your list. At no point have I ever told you what other people are taking. Um, I have a feeling that, considering the training you've been doing against Robin, I think you're going to do probably pretty well. Japanese scare me. They're the the one thing I'm just unsure of how to deal with. Um, yeah, I think most conventional courses. I'll be well, okay. There are four Japanese lists in this so far. Yeah, yeah so game one, and two, three, four. Garrett, you're playing Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Garrett. Yeah, um, we've just, just given all the training you've done. I really want an eighty styles montage of you looking up steps, oh, painting mini chairs. Yeah, yes. Beef carcasses. Um, yeah, you know, flicking paintbrushes. Yeah, into yeah. like dartboards, yeah. yeah, just a and just like a panning, and it's just been me in my tidy whities right oh. in the shed with the egg with the yeah. with the fan on, just just sweating bullets with Rob, and yeah. and then we do some sort of homoerotic like <laughs> you know, just wait Tristan walking past a window in the background with clipboard looking up disapprovingly. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nah, that was on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a great yeah. idea. Hang on, I'm just going to see if this is... I'm going to see if this is... Uh, this will work, dear listener. Bear with me just for a second. I'm just going to play Garrett's ultimate montage music. No, 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 no. no. You're, no Garrett, please. I know you're a little bit better than that. Here we go. It must be Led Zeppelin then, right? <laughs> Led Zeppelin! Led Zeppelin! <laughs> we got... Oh, there we go. It sounds shit. <laughs> Make it stop. I can't even tell what it is. It's a separate uh, Worlds Apart by Journey. Ah. Oh, fantastic! But Journey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's unfortunately that is those all eighties. But yeah, apologies for the shit sound quality. I'm not a Rubes. You can cut something in, can't you? You can cut that little bit out and actually put a bit of Journey in there for me, can't yeah, you? Yeah, I'll find some Journey and get it playing in the background. Yes. There you go. That's what we want. Just cut. Cut that whole section out where I was trying to do something awesome and just we'll forget about that completely. <laughs> so that while he paints up his list for CanCon, I just sent it to him. What's that? It's what, Rubes' list? Yeah, two inexperienced King, t- King Tigers, uh, yeah. two inexperienced LTs, and then a bunch of Sturkers. There we go. Sorted. Done. You Rubes come, Rubes. Yeah. You got, you got, you got plenty. Somewhere. Haven't I sold you some? I've got a resin one and a plastic one. I think I got the resin one off of you. Just literally yeah. just, just prime them white and just go, well, they're there for the winter. Yeah, well, I could just prime them um, like a, a brandy red because, you know, that's the factory primer. Yeah, can- yeah, factory there primer. You yeah, there you go. Now you're talking. So, yeah, exactly right. So, um, yeah, we are 
I mean, this time next week, we're recording on a Thursday evening. Uh, this time next week, we... Kari, I'm seeing you this time next week. Yeah. I, I haven't seen you since before COVID, cuz. I'm fucking... I can't wait. Like, the we talk... Time, we talk all the time. The last time, time. was CanCon 2020. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, that is so long. It's two years ago. Yeah. Like... <laughs> So much, like, I mean, it, it sounds really dramatic, but Jesus, so much has fucking happened since I saw you last. And I'm like, like, Hari and I talk about every, it's about every two days now. I've, 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 yeah. I've, I've, I've dialed it back a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've come to the end. Like, it's, there's not much we can do now. No. Like, I can come up with, emotion, like, yeah, I can, I can come up with a million and five great ideas, but there's nothing yeah. I can do to kind of put that shit in place now. At this point, guys, <laughs> if you're listening, we, if we tried to stop Kang, if we tried to stop this event, it's like trying to stop a charging rhino with a feather. Yeah, there's no chance in hell. No, exactly right. So, also, if you are listening and you are thinking of coming along, um, yeah, get in contact with us. I'm sure we can make something happen. Like, we want to see. Like, we're happy to take more people, and we've got provisions there for 80 players. Mm. Um, so we do have the room. We will have the tables. Don't feel that oh, you know, just because I'm not Mr. Cutoff or whatever. If you are still on the fence, uh, ticket sales close on the 14th of January. So you do have a 48-hour window if you are still undecided. Yeah. I do recommend you come along because this is going to be the start of something that we hope to see keep going for many years to come and we yeah. are running a fantastic event. Yeah, I, I guarantee that. Like, it's, it is going to be bonkers good. We have so much good shit to give out. And uh, we'll get to our sponsors in a bit. Like, there's a lot of people to, you know, to sort of thank. Mm. And, yeah. Um, but... Oh my god! It's um, I can't believe it's like a week away. Like like this time next week will just be like you know the caravan. Me today. Yeah, the caravan of courage. Yeah, sat there drinking my coffee and went. We're a week. This time next week, I'll be walking through the war museum. Hmm. And then it was just kind of like whack. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing, isn't it? Though, because you just go. Like we, you know, like eight months ago, we were like, "Hey, we should do this as a laugh." Because I remember it was at um, it was at Conquest that I actually went to Andrew Baxter and said, "You know, would you mind if Harry and I had a crack at it?" And he was like, "Yeah, go for it." You know, um, and then all of a sudden, like you know, that was April last year, and then all of a sudden, it's like, "Holy crap!" Like we're a week away. This is can like we're, 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 we're doing we're doing CanCon. Yeah, it's um, it's actually been fantastic because. With all the shit that's gone on up my way this year, having CanCon in the background has been some th- has been fantastic to have something to think about. Speak, speak for yourself. It's been fucking stressing me out. <laughs> I it's, mean, it, it only stresses me out because it's like it's it's the unknown. I, I you know, like it's that whole thing. It's like the first one we've done. It's the biggest event that you and I have ever run. Like it's there's you know there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts. I would say that you know if we if we. Put, pull the thing, the, pull the trigger on this two months ago, and we were flying by the seat of our pants. Then yeah, mm-hmm. it, we're, we're in the unknown. But no, done we've it. done the groundwork. We have done everything. We have ticked every single box. We've crossed every single T. All the eyes are dotted. Everything will, is ready. I would say to you though that if I could go back and do it again, I would do it differently. Oh, absolutely. So would I. Like, it's just so weird. Like you just think about, it, like, yeah, we've done everything we can, and then you think, yeah, but I would have done that differently. Yeah, I would have gone. To con- I would have gone in contact with that person. I would have, you know, shot an email to that 100%. person. Or, there's all but, this different thing that you would do. I mean, this is the first time we've taken a stab at running an event this size. So yeah. realistically, there were there are always going to be things that we will look back and go, yeah, I would have done that a different way. Yeah. I guarantee you, when we do it for 2024, 
there's things that we'll look back and go, yeah, I would have done it this way. So I, I reckon by about 2028, 20, we'll have it sorted. <laughs> For anyone who's looking at running a, a six to six person event, maybe what are the like three number one takeaways that you could say, oh. hey, I would have done this differently next time? Tris? I'll jump on this. I'll ju- okay, don't do it. <laughs> No, um, I think Harry and I, we, uh, not Harry and I, we as the Bacon Burgers, we did an episode a while back where we were, we discussed how to run a successful event. And I think if you just stick to that template, the first thing you need to do, work out what it is you want to achieve and then make sure you've got your players packed as solid as possible. And we missed stuff in our players pack. Like for Christ's sake, we left a, a sponsor, a sponsor's logo off of our players pack. Unforgivable considering, yeah. considering the sponsor. Um, and it was, uh, it was horrible. I felt well, I felt terrible. You know, I can't I can't apologize to those guys enough. Um, I've got a bad case of the hiccups. I don't know why. You're getting emotional. You're getting charged. I'm getting emo- <clears throat> no, I haven't got. I've, I haven't been emotional since Garrett's wedding. Um, and then, yeah, I think yeah, players pack. That's your most important thing. Get that as airtight as possible. Like, send that out to some people who you know know their business. <laughs> What's going on with me? thank you thank you jesus um yeah liaise with your venue hari what do you reckon i mean i think the number one thing is clarity if you're clear with your players as to what kind of an event you're setting out to run Mm. everything flows from there if you approach it with a sense of well i want it to be this but let's just see what happens players need to come on that they read what you're giving out you got to have the answers for the questions they're going to ask and they're going to ask it like i mean yeah people have asked us some questions or i'm like shit i didn't even think of that wow i mean if someone's listening to this and thinking okay i want to run an event but i don't have all the answers for the record if you put up a post or shoot out a message to myself tristan or anyone else in the community they will point you in the right direction yeah absolutely the australian community is fantastic with that in terms of people running events I mean, there are guys in the last 48 hours who have posted questions pertaining to events and listing, and the community comes to the table with answers. And there isn't always a correct answer or, you know, one perfect answer, but more often than not, you will get enough information to give you a guideline of where you want to start as a springboard. You know, I would I would say that... There is no such thing as a stupid question when it comes to running an event. Because we have all been there at some point wondering, how do I get this to work? But the more you ask, the more information you will receive and the better you'll be for it. Mm. So, yeah, I would say my two biggest pieces of advice, be clear with what you want and don't be afraid to ask for help. Simple as that. Great. That's 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 sensational advice. Um, the other thing I would suggest to you is that if you are going to hit people up for prize support, doesn't matter where you are on the planet, um, I would highly recommend not hitting up the same people over and over and yeah. over. Find you know a bunch of different suppliers, people that can look after you, people that can help you out, and just like, all right, this event we're going to ask these two guys. This event we're going to ask these two guys. Cancun's a little bit different because it's the you know the 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 the, the temple of the marquee event, but. Um, yeah, uh, try, try not to try not to uh, what is it overstay your welcome when it comes to asking for free shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it does tend to look bad if you go back to the same store consistently. Spread the love. 
Like, there's enough businesses out there that support this community. They all deserve a moment in the spotlight. I mean, frankly, they deserve permanent spotlights as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and look, like I said, in the second part of this episode, we'll actually um, cover all the sponsors um, and, you know, the things that they've done for us, and we're going to give everyone, a, you know, a huge wrap. And, you know, they all deserve it. It's been great. Um, we, uh, we're very lucky that we have, uh, that we have a crew like that, that, um, you know, we have people that are that generous, uh, especially people. I mean, you look at like Viv, like Viv's doing our trophies for us. And that guy, I mean, He's every single time he is. And the thing is, it, like, it's going to sound like I'm sucking up or something like that, or, you know, just like, oh, he's just his mate. But, yeah, Viv is my mate. But I'll tell you what, every time I ring him up and say, hey, Viv, can you look me out? You know, can you look after me on this? He, he, he never knocks you back. You know, go, oh, no, no, I'm a bit busy at the moment. He always goes, yep, no worries. And it doesn't matter if it's me or it's Hari or it's Akhtar or it's Brad or anybody. Viv just helps people out. And this is why, like, I mean, I get the feeling that people sort of roll their eyes when I say this. But if you are going to buy shit, guys, buy from the people who help us. Mm. Like, I know that, like, if somebody's looking for new armies or whatever like that, like, it's really easy to go, oh, yeah, jump on Mighty Ape. They're really cheap. Mighty Ape don't support us at all. You could reach out to them. Good luck. They're, you know, it's like trying to reach out to Amazon. They're just going to, they'll just ignore you. But yeah. War and Peace don't ignore us. And Battlefield Accessories don't. When, um, you know, uh, uh, Knights of Dice, Eureka, all these people, uh, Warriors Den, um, yeah, all those guys, they don't ignore us. They help us out. And the idea is you then reciprocate and go, you know what? I'm not going to go and save myself 12 bucks. I'm just going to go to the guys who were like, yeah, they are a little bit more expensive, but who gives a shit because they, they help us out. Mm, absolutely. Mm. I mean, like, I'll never get sick of what? saying that, by the way. Oh, I mean, some businesses just go to insane lengths, like the Warriors Den. Yeah. Andrew travels up and down the coast supporting events. Mm. Like, the man does not stop. He's insane. And yeah, he always looks after us. So yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. And then, and then you've also got people who aren't part of stores who still look after you, like Actar. Mm. I, I, I mean, I, I, the thing is, I mean, he's going to listen to this and he's going to roll his eyes and go, "Oh, you're a fucking dumb prick," or call me, a, you know, a see you next Tuesday or whatever. But it's true. Like Russ is like one of the best people I know because you say, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this," and he'll stop what he's doing and just help you. You know, like, he's just one of those guys. He's just an absolute superstar champion. You can't go wrong with a guy like that. With extra limbs. With extra limbs. That's why we love him, because he's got so much extra limbs. Hang on a minute, guys. We've had oh, a hey. Hey. On the hang on a second. Hang, hang on a sec. Well, dear listeners, I've been, I've been joined by a, special, by a special guest. Do you want to say hello to everyone? Hello, hello Lex. Lex. How are you? So it's Uncle Garrett, yeah. Uncle Hari, and Rubes, who you can't see. But you need to go to bed, okay? Okay. Give me a kiss. All right. I love you. Okay. All right. Good night. It's definitely there you a go. Kodak moment. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Good night, bud. There you go. All right. So um, I think we will hit a break. Um, when we come back from the break, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into the meta crunch. Um, we're not gonna go too deep into it because it's just gonna give too much away. But we are gonna discuss who's bringing what nations, um, you know, uh, different unit options that we might be seeing more of because we've made changes. Uh, you know, we're gonna really have a, a good hard look at that. Um, we're also gonna discuss some of the terrain that we've been building so that you know players are maybe are aware of some of the things that they've you know they've got in store. Um, yeah, we're going to, you know, sort of keep going down this CanCon rabbit hole. And, um, yeah, we're also going to give props to all of our sponsors and big shout outs. Uh, 
Russ was actually online for a brief moment, um, but he's, uh, I'm being told, uh, I'm being told that uh, he is currently in an area where there's only 3G, 3G of service. Is he somehow Yikes. gone backwards in time? Something. Um, I think 3G still existed. I oh, know. Central Victoria so, is mostly run by it. Uh, so hang on a sec. Oh. I'm just reading all the stuff that Russ has been sending me. Mention this table out also. Yeah. So there's a heap of new tables. Oh, yeah. So Russell's actually built some table. Uh, built a new table for me. He's got some tables that are... My sister is actually... So how's this? Russell built me... Hari and I bought three tables of terrain from Russell, and I got another one that I did through some swapsies. So there is four tables of terrain, which I can confirm right now is on the spirit of Tasmania and is making its way over the channel. And that my sister is picking up from the port, though, from the Geelong Port Authority tomorrow because Russ has got a mate who works on the boat. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> like, we've got terrain on the high seas. Networking. You realise, Tristan, you've just made that ship a, uh, a high Tar priority target. Target for piracy? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Rubes will be out there. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> with, that captain with that beard, that's a... I know, with the beard, it's haunting, isn't it? <laughs> There's this little fucking dinghy. No, Garrett will be out there. Garrett's the, Garrett's the terrain man now. He'll, he'll, like, he'll get a cast iron bathtub, two lengths of fucking PVC, strap them to the sides and just get a little off a little, a little outboard. I know what it's worth in the grey market now, mate. You know, I can, I can sell a box yeah. of terrain for, a, you know, a, a cool 150 bucks. Oh, it's worth more than that, mate. <laughs> so yeah, but the great one Yeah, it's true that. True that. All right, so uh, we're going to hit a break. Um, uh, we will return after these messages. G'day, legends. We want to take a quick break to give a shout-out to our good mates at Kaiju Beer. Kaiju is an award-winning independent beer and cider brewery based in Melbourne. Founded in 2013 by brothers Nat and Callum Reeves, the duo set out to brew unashamedly intense craft beer and cider without compromising taste and quality. Looking to shake up the overly serious scene surrounding craft beer uh, culture, you'll spot Kaiju on the shelves with bold, loud and unusual can designs. Check them out at, at Kaiju Beer on Instagram or spot them at a bottle shop or bar near you. War and Peace Games are Australia's best supplier of all your hobby needs, wants and must-haves. Operating out of Sydney, Ian and the crew boast a large selection of gaming systems, including Bolt Action, Flames of War, Frostgrave, Oathmark and many more. They also stock an incredible range of hobby supplies from Army Painter and Vallejo to get your army looking its best for the tabletop. Give the guys a call or check out the amazing range at www.warandpeacegames.com.au Gentlemen of the Regiment! Tonight is a night of nights. Welcome back, everybody. Why did we let you do that? <laughs> Band of brothers. That's <laughs> why they gave us ice cream. <laughs> That's why they gave us fucking ice cream. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're about to get balls deep into some meta crunch. We're talking uh, statistics, the sexy sound of number Princeton. Four Remember, hours. Garrett, flies spread disease, so keep yours closed. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I often play, do a bit of online gaming and... Um, no, uh, you surprised me. Yeah. Rude, online gaming? 
Jesus, what is the world coming I to? I play a bit of um, Hell Let Loose um, and a few games like that I... where I often play a medic and there's often proximity chat. So that is actually one of my go-to lines for when I'm patching up a down soldier. <laughs> Outstanding. That's good. All, All right. right. Hit me with questions, boys. Let's unlock the statistics nightmare. Okay, so statistically speaking... Um, how many lists can Garrett feasibly beat in percentage-wise? Uh, I'm thinking it's, it's about 4%. <laughs> 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 yeah, I shouldn't talk you down like this because when, like, I mean, seriously, if you do well, I'm going to look like the biggest arsehole. So, look, no. I'm... What I forgot to add was there's also a 4% error, uh, margin of error in this yeah. calculation. <laughs> Savage. Rubes is just coming out with a fucking with the haymakers. <laughs> oh, it's so easy when your face is hidden, isn't it, Rube? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, I mean, look, bare bones. First thing, let's have a um, let's have a breakdown of nations. What's everyone right. taking? So far, these are from the lists that I have physically received. We have fifty-two lists in. Of that, thirty percent are German. High. Nineteen percent yeah. are British. Thirteen percent are Soviet. 11% are American, 7% are Japanese, and the remainder is we have an even standing of roughly 3.94% on Finns, Italians, Romanians, and I have to read my own handwriting, bear with me, Australians. Yep. And then we have 1.9%, which is French, and is on this podcast right it's now. It's Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if there's anyone listening who's thinking of submitting a French list, please do, because I've got these lists separated in folders by nationality, and Garrett is looking very lonely. Yeah. I like being a lone wolf. Let yeah. me be. Leave me in the dark. We're trying. <laughs> we, we fucking try, mate. We really tried. All right, so um, yeah, it's an interesting spread. It was kind of what I was expecting. I would have maybe expected the Soviets to have a better showing than the British. But the British have, you know, they've had some really nice books and some rules come out recently that's, like, you know, made them very, very tasty. Um, so, yeah, fucking fantastic. Uh, the next question that I have, which I think is the most pertinent, um, percentage-wise, what is the percentage of lists that have taken media machine guns? I've got a double special for you, Tristan. Go on. 61% of lists <laughs> have MMGs. Of yeah. that 61%, 15% have double or more MMGs in them. Excellent. Yeah. MMGs spice back. Yeah. MMGs are here. And because I know you're probably going to ask about armored transports. So mm. I can tell you that 27% of lists have armored transports. Yeah. And 8% of those lists have multiple armored transports. Okay, it's not much. It's, it's, not a, it's much, really not. No, it's more than what we would have seen. So that's, but yeah. that's mainly things like that's mainly things like Hannah Mags and um, half tracks, isn't it? A lot of T twenties. T twenties. Refresh my memory. Comsomolets. Yeah, open top. No. G carry six men. Oh yeah, the low oh. high rate sofa is coming out to play. <laughs> the high rate sofa. Oh. I've heard you call your girlfriend that, so we'll take that, we'll take that as your... There he uh, goes. He doesn't even yeah. deny it. He's like, yeah, she's an all right sofa. Yeah. Um, interesting. So, I mean, the, the big one is MMGs for me, 61%. That is a, that is mm -hmm. a fantastic number. Um, now, 
Yeah, we did joke. We did receive the list that had eight of them, which we sort of said, well done, no. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's been good. Like, I mean, everyone seems to be listing in roughly the same way. They all seem to have understood the assignment. Isn't that yeah. what you'd say these days? And it's been, it's been oh, really... Kind of be relatable. No, nah, not even... I'm, I fucking given up on that. Um, it's really good. It's really good to see these, uh, you know, things that, you know, I mean, for Christ's sake, we've, I don't think we've ever had an event on the East coast of Australia, at least. I mean, the West coast, I mean, they're all weirdos over there, so I don't know what they do, but I mean, Jesus, when was the last time you saw like, you know, like, oh yeah, like over half the field had MMGs. It doesn't happen. Mm, no. Like it doesn't like. Well, trying something new. I like it. No, yep. but I mean, the thing is the thing, people are trying something new because we've made it viable. And yeah. the thing is, I can say we we didn't make it viable. The juggernauts made it viable. They they play tested a bunch of rules, found what worked best. Because everyone will say to you, Oh, just give it a D three pin mechanic. They tried that and it's actually it's no. well it's not bad, but it doesn't fix it's the problem. Not bad, but I mean, I've had this conversation with multiple people. Assigning a D three pin mechanic to a medium machine gun, okay, that's a thirty caliber round that has the same pinning mechanic as an eighty eight millimeter shell. So Really, the eighty-eight? I thought the eighty-eight yeah, was a twenty-five. A twenty-five pounder has an. Oh, it's because it fires a medium howitzer. Yeah, right, you are. Yeah, yeah, it's well, it's howitzer, but yeah. So mm. it's you know, I think the suppression mechanic is the deciding factor. And the flak eighty-eight. I thought that fired as a medium howitzer. No, I'm talking about the twenty-five pounder. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, yeah the D three or the, even the D two. It's like a 50 50 mm. shot nah i mean this, this is just better yeah that way you know like you know you've got your, your your um garrett it looks like you're in the womb again what the hell is going Apparently, on with garrett, you man anyone's gonna have trouble being I'll seen show it, you me. Like, my computer on. screen when it when it loads it's for cocks. look at this There's... that's my that's my computer screen Ooh. at the moment Oh my god! Garrett's monitor has gone light speed. Turn turn the um, light on in there, you freak show. No, Literally, like it's, it. it's like I'm doing a podcast with Gollum. It's rubbish. <laughs> it's oh my god! What the shit is that? Oh, it's his arm. Fuck! I thought it was his leg or something. I'm like, <laughs> so pasty. Oh, there I mean, is. I'm not wearing any undies, so you know you oh, could have been on. my leg. Business as usual, mate. Come on. What are you? Hang up. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Let, let me ask you this, Garrett. What are you wearing to CanCon? Because I think you need to let your opponents know now. Because Please you, you are clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I checked the weather. It's going to be like mid twenties. It's so no, no. It's actually, no, we're, we're looking at a forty percent chance of rain on the Saturday. No, yeah, I know it's going to be well, but still mid twenties. Twenty-two. Oh, it's good weather. So yeah, I was thinking either borrowing uh, amps, Russian, Soviet, like. Blanket suit? No, you're not. You know, if you were going to see, if you were taking Russians, I'd agree with you. But you're not. So <laughs> no, you no, need no, to get I'm a, a, for a beret and a baguette. Take, take so a beret and a baguette. I can get some nice, some nice. Oh, we've oh. lost him. He's he's gone. <laughs> he's just paused. Oh, fantastic! Oh, I, I knew this podcast was gonna, it was going to fall apart eventually, and it's fallen yeah. apart. Garrett's died in the ass. All right, so let's we'll just we'll just soldier on. Um, bear in mind, folks. Hopefully, Garrett will actually be wearing clothes. I have been in advance where he has been in various states of undress, and let me tell you, it is punishing to play next to Garrett when he's like that. So it's like some form of fucked up chemical warfare. Um, 
but yeah so all right so um episode the bacon burgers commit war crimes at the grand tournament oh come on mate we've done that plenty of times that won't be a new episode that's yeah that's true you got you did that yeah. at badgercon true that true that yeah Hate crimes. Absolutely hate crimes. <laughs> Garrett's probably gone. He's out of here. He's not coming back. Nah, this is incredible. I mean, I knew that we were a shonky podcast, but I mean, look, we're, here's the funny thing. We're not to blame for this one. This is all on Garrett. Can you just cut in a pause here just after Tristan says Garrett has gone and just cue in a bit of Nero, my God, to thee? <laughs> you could probably put over the top, yeah. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. All right. So insofar as the crunch is concerned, is there, are there any other anomalies that were, that we're seeing? Honestly, I expected a better showing from Americans. I've only had see, six US lists come in. Well, see, I was confused by that because the Fire and Maneuver National rule is, I think, one of the most tournament appropriate rules out there. Yeah, but you could say the same thing about Finns. Like, why haven't we seen more Finns? Well, yeah, we're only seeing two finished lists, and wow, yeah. that was a weird day job in a moment. Okay, never mind. Um, mm. I, I don't like that. Okay, I, I, I think mean, part of that too is also the model range is available for most people. It's either the really old yeah. sculpts from Warlord, or um, having said that, you could 3D print a really nice Finn army um, off a of walk. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I've no, those 3D those. prints do look good. Yeah, I've printed some of those, and yeah, they are good. Mm. I mean, aside from that, I, I suppose I did expect a few more early war forces, but... Yeah, i, I got to be honest, I thought we'd see more of those, you know, the 1942 um, Light Africa Division. I thought we'd see at least one or two of those because they no. just have, like... Yeah, it's, I mean, just that, you know, the, you know you've got your, your Schutz in there, which are really nice. You've got Brandenburgers and Pioneers. I mean, the funny thing is, like, Garrett used to give me grief all the time about taking lists that had... They were heavy on like Recky, HE, and like big HE and Flame. His French list is all three of that. But I mean, the idea is that, you know, this is CanCon, so you put your best foot forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, we do have a few DAC lists in there, and I think there are a couple that tick most of the boxes that you've mentioned. Yeah, maybe. But on the whole, I think the Panzerfausts for like end of mid war onwards, yeah. they're just a little bit too convenient. They really are. And that's why, like, I mean, like, I'll be the first to admit it. When I went to Operation Bear, um, the list that I took was ever so slightly ahistoric because I took a pretty themey DAC list, but I gave my four Schumjager Panzerfausts mm -hmm. because I was lacking in AT. And it was yeah. just like, I need something that's got some punch. You know what? I've been running theme lists for fucking years now. I, I, think, I, can, I think I can allow myself to do this, you know, just, you know, just to sort of fuck around. I mean, I think... Uh, Sometimes when it comes to a themed list, I do understand the desire to run it as themed as possible. But mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, if you are going to a competitive event, players need to cut themselves a break. Mm. Like, yes, you are going there first and foremost to have a good time. Yeah. But you also are going there to do well. And I think in that respect... Agreed. Overlooking nope, a five-point... Nope, 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 nope. Heavy theme all the way, baby. All yeah, but you're a freak show. You're you're not a normal, yeah. you're not a normal human being, Rubes. You will eventually get the bloodlust properly, and you know we'll, we'll we'll unleash you upon the world. But I'll tell you what, he gets the bloodlust when he plays against me. So I think the deciding factor is I've got to come down for events regularly now. Well, so I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to that idea. I mean, I've been championing champion, championing that 
quite some time. Yeah, but the problem is, I know that if I come down, I'm going to get kidnapped by you and then find yep. myself very drastically transferred to a new IGA. Yeah, the best IGA in the country, I'll have you know. Uh, for the uh, internationalists, IGA is the Independent Grocers of Australia. It's a it's a um a low an independently owned supermarket. So it's not like a for the British, it's not like a Waitrose. Uh, for the Americans, it's well, who do Americans use? What are they? Who's their supermarket? Do we even have an American listeners? I'm sure we got one yeah, or two. We do. Um, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Wait, I'm half. Um, it it depends on what part of the country you're in, actually, as to um. Costco. No, Costco's like yeah, Walmart. a big, big brand. Walmart's a big brand. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the one back in Dad's hometown. I think it was like Sun Foods or something like that. Something. Sun either Foods. either. Yeah. yeah. Either either. It's Whatever um, your, your chain supermarket is. IGA is a little bit different to that. Yeah, and the one um, that we have down there where I live is the best in the country, and I'm not making that up. Like, I mean, I get excited when I get to go to this supermarket. Yeah. And I've been trying to get Hari uh, to do a transfer so he can live near me and we can hang out all the time. Really? I don't want to see you in the international foods aisle with a semi. It happens frequently. I'm not even going to apologize for it. It's incredible. Like, they take it to a whole other level. But, you know, this is a rabbit hole that I'm not going to pursue any longer. So let's get back on a CanCon. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, there was something else I was going to ask you in regards to Meta. But, um, uh, it's completely fucking. Oh, um, armor. What sort of armor are we seeing? Again, we're seeing a good spread of armor. There's... Hang on. I... Whoop, hang, hang on. on. Is Whoop. he back? Is the prodigal son returning? Is the prodigal ginger returned? Hey, wild yep. ginger. He's here! Hey. Yeah. Right. We're back into it. We have a... All right. It's no longer a three-person show. We have You literally just... You just froze. Your mouth was open like it was some sort of weird sex thing, and then it was just like, he's gone. He's, he's out of here. I had to return to my people. I'm sorry. The gingers required me, but uh, I've solved the crisis and we're all good to go again. What was it? Severe sunburn? Yeah, it was UV hit like 10. We had to block out the sun. How is Bryce Dallas? Yeah, Howard? Curtains. Are you giving him my number yet? Um, yeah. yeah we were just discussing... Uh, what the hell were we discussing? Armour. Armour, yeah. Armour at uh, CanCon. So, I mean, we know that we've got at least two Armour 7 vehicles going because, you know, Garrett's taking those. Yeah. What else are we seeing? Without getting about, into specifics. About what you'd normally expect. The Smattering of 7, 8, 9. Armor 9. A couple of armor 10s. Mm. And that's about it. There's nothing, again, mm. that kind of, that's made us sort of sit up and go, whoa, didn't expect to see that. Do you, like, do you think that for 2024, we should take the house rules that we've got in place at the moment and extend them out to include some other stuff to... to encourage people to take big armor based off of the change i've seen i would say yes now what that change manifests itself as for big yeah, that, armor no, i don't know if i don't know how i feel about that because that that completely changes the meta and you end up having to put people in a position where it's like all right if they want to bring that i'm going to bring something to deal with that but aren't we already doing that with the style of tables that we're angling for yeah, a little We're bit. I mean, that's true. People to think on the tabletop. Why not force mm. them to think at the listing point? See, this yeah, is my true. argument. For, this has always been my argument for changing, you know, house ruling things. Every player who's been to more than one event has a 1,000 point and a 1,250 list in their back pocket. Yeah. They know it inside out. And for every event, they will pull it out because they know how that list, how it's meant to function. For Garrett, it was it? for Garrett. It was originally Fall Shimiega, and then it was Eighth Army. 
You were done. Yeah, he was Garrett was eight, yeah, he was eighth army Ludigurk for a while. Um, and then he had this this weird foray into Italians. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, that was a that was a failed experience, wasn't it? Failed? Man, I did awesome. I had the L L three flamethrower. It wasn't bigger than a stone wall, so no one could see it to shoot yeah, at. Yeah, no. Roll over and, and flame some shit. It was yeah, great. That's it. yeah, there, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dinky. Yeah. <laughs> They've got one of those at the War Memorial, don't they? They do, yeah. It barely yeah. comes up to my nipples. It is tiny. Well, it's mainly because your nipples are like so close, so low to the ground. It's, uh, a, ginger, it's a ginger thing. Which, which set of nipples? The bottom set or the top set? No, that's great. Keep, keep the puppy support. That's all yeah. I think. Oh, sorry, it's not Russ. It's, it's Garrett. Sorry, I'm confused for a second. Yeah. All right. Um, um, look, I mean, if we were going to change something for big armor, that's. I think that's a long running discussion. Yeah, that's a, because, a topic oh, for another day. Yeah, 100%. Um, there's all kinds of different things you can do. I mean, there's like, you know, points reductions and this, that, and the other. But I mean, bear in mind, listeners, like, if you've got anything that maybe you'd like us to have a look at between now and the next CanCon, get in contact. We'll have a look at it. We'll um, consider it. I know. I've had a, I've had a lot of side of this afternoon. I'm not going to say no. If you want to get on a plane and come down, go for it. We'll no, see in about what? Uh, seven or eight hours? <laughs> More stats, Harry. What else we got? All right. So we're seeing a... For the size of the event, I'll say, you know, it's a decent showing from the miners. We've got two, four, six... A lot of 12-year-olds, a lot of 13-year-olds. Oh, I was thinking more like coal miners, iron miners... And... Great. So Tristan's gone Catholic Church and Garrett's gone Minecraft. Good show. I'm allowed. To, um, I'm allowed to tell dad jokes. I'm a dad. Terrible. I mean, again, there's nothing really surprising. We're seeing the usual showing of HE. Nothing too surprising with shape charge weapons, and mm -hmm. specifically the ones that we gave the HE buff to. Yeah, I thought I we were going to see quite a bit more. I mean, it wasn't a massive buff, but I thought it would have been enough to kind of tip a few more people over the line. Again, I think it's that thing of people are taking them not because of the buff, and people are taking them. I've seen PRs, I've seen bazookas, I've seen Panzer Shreks, but they're not taking them because of the HE buff. No. They're taking them for the usual reason, because it's a sure up at efficiency in the list. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Panzerfaust, everyone knows, is the best five points yeah. you can buy in the game. I mean, you can make an argument for the BAR, but you'll be wrong. Yeah. Um, that would possibly be a change that I would make for 2024, but I imagine there'll be, like, if I make, if I suggest that there'll be 25 people who jump up and down and say, no, you don't need to change it, it would be um, putting the neg one to hit back onto Panzerfausts. Because I think that removing that V2, yeah, it was just, it made them a little bit too good for the points you pay for them. It's like, yeah, it's a one-shot weapon, but, like, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, plus six? Sorry? There are plus five or six? There are plus six. Plus yeah. six, yeah. yeah like, and I, you can get four swings in a, in a squad, so. Yeah, depending on the squad. Like, I played, when I played against Gordon at um, Op Bear, I ran a Forschenberger squad out of a building, split fire with a Panzerfaust, and he had two buffaloes in front of me, each with a squad inside. And I vaporized both buffaloes and killed the squads inside. So I took four, four order dice off of him. No, sorry, three. One of them survived, the other one was cooked. So I took three order dice off of him with one activation, and it was just like, it, it's just yeah. a little bit too good. 
taking ten three points. order dice for ten points, that yeah. yeah. No, I think and considering that a lot of the footage shows a very inaccurate trajectory on the projectile. Well, they were just handed out piecemeal. You weren't trained to use them. It was like, look, yeah. you know, do this and point it over there and press the button and see what happens. Like, yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, there's there's a lot of water that's got to go under the bridge between now and CanCon 2024. I'm, you know, it will... CanCon 2023. Yeah, well, exactly right. We're not even there yet. So I think that what we'll do is we'll look at the rules that we've we've instigated this time around. We'll look at the changes they make. We'll, we'll get the feedback from the community. And then, I mean, just to come to these couple of rules, we put like a remember that remember that group that we made of like um like there was a heap of people like just um like Australian community members, and we said we're thinking about doing this, and for everybody who said yeah, it's a great idea, you had somebody else saying no, nah, it's rubbish. Yeah. And eventually, we just had to go. You know what? This is not working because it's just mm. it's like two steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, one step. Back. We just didn't get anywhere, so it was just like you know what? Sod it with the tos. We're just doing it. And you know what? Uh, the listing has reflected a positive change in the meta, and I love it. I love the mm. fact that machine, media machine guns are a thing. Like that's and look, props. Thank you to the juggernauts. It's a great change. You know, well thought out. You know, I hope that you know. Um, and to the people who, you know, there's some people who've been pretty negative about the the, ha the house rules. Um, it does bear mentioning, guys, that um, the Bolt Action Alliance actually has set, had a set of house rules in version one. And we copped the same, because I was part of the Bolt Action Alliance back in version one. Uh, we copped a lot of the same criticisms about our house rules then. And, you know, the funny thing is, lo and behold, a few of those house rules ended up in version two. So this is kind of how you make, you know, changes. You try different things, and sometimes they do actually end up making it in. in, in. And the really amusing thing is the people who were saying, oh, no, it's a shit rule, it's a shit rule. And as soon as Woolworth puts it in a V2 rule book, oh, no, it's brilliant. No, no, no. Yeah, very, very well thought out. You know, I can't believe that somebody didn't think of it. You're a fucking idiot. Stick up your ass. It's change. It's inevitable. Oh, yeah. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Yeah, the book of grudges. He's gone full dwarf now. <laughs> in accordance I mean, with the scroll. I will say one change that I have seen. There's a lot more open-topped armor 7. And not just in the transport slot. That's my so, bread and butter. Yeah, people are seeing, I think, a lot more viability. The, there are a few veteran open-topped Armour 7 vehicles running around. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Okay. Mm. So you're not getting pins from small arm? Yep, they'll ignore him. Look, I think Garrett's, he's dead again. again. We've lost him again. He's, so it's not, we, we he's are a shonky podcast. With one eye open yeah, and one closing. Drunk. Yeah. Yeah, sweeping the hair back. He looks very 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 majestic. I'll give him that. He almost looks <laughs> It's French. like when you pause a movie just at the right slash wrong time. Oh yeah. And it looks like the person on screen's farting. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. Yeah. I just did a pause face then but you didn't look up and I was I was it was just dead air at that stage. Yeah. All right. Um so any other interesting meta changes that you've seen, um, Ari? I mean Honestly, no. Everything is about what we expected. Yeah. People are still... There are lists that have sort of gone whole hog and embraced all the change. There are lists that have embraced a few of them, and there are lists that have just ignored them altogether. Mm. So I think that's about what we expected. But it seems to be an even one-third split across the players' pool. Um, that may change with the few lists remaining that come in. But other than that, no, I think we're in a... We're in a good spot. Everything Perfect. looking very good. Um, I mean, the average order dice count is 15. So yeah. 
Which is, I mean, it's it. I would have expected it to be more around seventeen, given it's twelve fifty, and given we're giving out like you know free light machine guns. But I guess it's like, I mean, that's the other thing. Hang on, okay, this is something else we've missed entirely. Um, light machine guns. How many light machine guns are we seeing? How many free light machine guns are we seeing? Just about every list that has come in has full strength squads, and every wow. list in my email has a little. By the way. I've put in, you know, X, Y, Z number of LMGs. Yeah. Reflected, you know, if you deduct X value off the points, then it brings it back to 1250. Yeah. So. That works. Yeah. Funny how that works. Another, another yeah. fantastic change from the juggernaut. So thank you very much, gentlemen. It's, um, it, it's, it, it's great when you see it, like a change like that, that does positively affect the meta where you just go, ah, look at that. That works. Brilliant. I mean, in terms of the size of the list, there are a few outliers that are at the top end of the scale, and I'm talking like between 19 and 25. Mm. But by and large, well, we, don't, them, we don't have 25 anymore, do we? No, but I mean, by and large, most of them tap out at about 14. So that's mm. probably what's brought the average back down. But yeah, no, everything I've seen has been very encouraging. Um, what I would like to see for next year is a few more King Tigers prowling around, but it's, yeah, I mean, we, we'd have to put something, yeah, we'd have to put something pretty incredible in place for that to happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, and you're going to get, you're going to get the odd outlier, the odd, the odd freak show, like, yeah, Rube. We're gonna get a freak I mean, like yeah, you know. Rubes is the obvious punching bag, but I mean, it, 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 it does have to come yeah. down to being something oh, like Rubes. It is true. Yeah. Um, Nick, Nick, Nick Beatty is another one who comes to mind. He was a member of the Victorian scene. I haven't seen Nick at a few events now, but, um, yeah, Nick used to bring a King Tiger pretty frequently, yeah, but that's, that's the rub. It's like you, yeah, you need, you need those sort of, you know, like those, um, for lack of a better term, whack jobs who just go, you know what, we're going to run this and it's going to be hilarious. Mm. I mean, the last um, King Con we were at, I didn't see someone with a King Tiger there, but I think honestly, my stab at fixing that issue would be a 20% discount for tanks and tank destroyers mm. leave self-propelled artillery and self-propelled AA vehicles where they are. Yeah. Cause it's as soon as you put big armor on a big gun or sorry, yeah. other way around a big gun on big armor, you then end up in a situation where, um, yeah, the points just go up through the roof and then it's, it's difficult to sort of like justify um yeah justify that cost the trick um, is you've got to incentivize you've got to give players a reason to want to take one now mm. if you tell me that hey, you can take a 284 point panther as opposed to a 355 point mm. well then you've got my attention yeah but if you tell me that hey we've lowered the cost of all armored vehicles by 20 percent mm. I'm still going to be looking at what I would normally put in that slot instead of the Panther. Yeah, exactly right. So it's that trade-off kind of thing. And the his the historical nerd in me is now piping up and saying you wouldn't even see self-propelled AA vehicles as often as you do because no, fewer no. of them were made. So also they don't they wouldn't really exist within the battlefield that we're playing yeah. on. They're designed to Unless be you know. Gone. Exactly right. Yeah, not not in the. I mean, 
the I mean the funny thing about our little game is like the frequency that you see certain things. You just wouldn't see them like artillery pieces. You wouldn't see artillery pieces as close to the battlefield as we play them. But you know, it works for the narrative and it makes it very immersive and very cool. And yeah, I mean you don't hold it against people, you just go, eh, yeah, it's great. Yep. For the second time tonight, oh, Garrett has returned. Back. He's back for back a lim- for a limited time only. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You catch me while you can. Yeah. I'm Ginger General MacArthur has returned. Yeah. <laughs> Limited edition twisty flavor. That's exactly right. For one night only, here he is. So, look, I think that um, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how things progress on the day. There's people that I'm going to be watching uh, very closely. Uh, people like uh, Jason Drain and Aaron Russell because those guys are just fantastic players. Um, I've never actually got the chance to uh, cross swords with Aaron Russell. Um, I hope to do it sometime, you know, one day. Um. Preferably when I'm not running a Gumby list and I'm not, you know, running stupid rules. I'd actually like to properly play him with a proper list. Um, only because, in my opinion, he's probably one of the best players we've got at the moment. Uh, Jason Drain, I've played before. He's amazing. But I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Andy um, Andy Brownrigg, who's, I think, bringing British Airborne. Um, I have not received a list from uh, Mr. Brownrigg. So I the big rig! No, nah, shoot, shoot him a text. So can't yeah. make put your finger out. Um, Garrett, what are your what are you looking forward to in regards to CanCon? I love the buy swapping cells. I think yeah. they're awesome. Um, it's great to see other people's armies and the energy that the bolt action enthusiasts bring mm-hmm. because it's a different kind of hate grease, as in there is none. You know, you you go to a forty k section and it, it's just a nasty atmosphere sometimes and a, a very, I suppose, competitive is probably the wrong word, but the stakes are high, you know, mm. whereas Vault's action, you can stop and have a chat and, and, you know, see how people are doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's nice. I look forward speaking, to it. Speaking of having a chat, sorry, I'll just jump in for a second. I, will, I, will, I really want you to finish that point. But um, in regards to having a chat, we're encouraging all of our players. If you do come across a bit of a curly situation that maybe you're not 100% sure on. If it's something that you can have a conversation with your opponent and work out through either just, you know, like a bit of like, hey, how about we just play it like this? Are you happy with that? Or, you know, if you can't come to terms, hey, let's throw a dice. One, two, three, it's this. Four, five, six, it's this. It'll just help the day just move a little bit smoother. If you had to get us over, by all means, that's what we're there for. But just you might have to be a bit patient because we're going to be dealing with a lot of different people. And, you know, we just ask that people are a little bit patient. Um, we'll be earmarking a few people within the community, you know, seasoned veterans who can help you out on the day. I will be contacting those players ahead of time and just saying, you know, this person, this person, this person, if we're busy, you know, maybe pick their brain for a second if they're not, if they're not, you know, under the pump. But yeah, uh, we're all, you know, we're all, we're all adults. We can all figure this out pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. The other thing I would say is we do have a couple of younger players turning up guys. Um, So please. Yep. Um, at least I think they're younger. They were the last time I was there. Um, Logan and Tristan Burke. Wow, the Burks! Yep, yeah, yeah. in force, all three of them. You are not eligible, so far as I know, to win beer. But your dad is. <laughs> so if you win beer, your dad is winning beer. Adam, you're going home with beer. I'm going to make sure of it. I can't make sure yeah. of that. I'm not making sure of anything. But yeah, Adam Burke and his boys, um, Logan and Tristan, top, top, top individuals. Yeah, but just in saying that, guys, be aware there are younger ears about, so do keep an eye on the language, if you know, when necessary. Yeah, Garrett. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Later, perhaps. <laughs> oh, oh God, it's so hot. Like, I'm serious, I've got sweat just dripping off me at the moment. It's rubbish. Wow, I wonder what that feels like. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to open my garage door and let the cold air in. It's going to be amazing. I'm also getting bomb mosquitoes. Piss off. No, leave me alone. Um, all right. Oh Anything, any, any last closing thoughts to add, gentlemen? Um, no, I mean, honestly, to the community, keep doing what you're doing. The change that we've seen for this event has been fantastic. And look, if any of you are out there thinking, hey, I want to, you know, Try these rules out outside of CanCon. Do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Tell them what the rules are about. Try we got. What are you yeah, we got. We got really fortunate that there were a few communities that decided to play test this rule set and give us feedback leading up to this. So that was that was actually mm. quite good. Uh, um, I can actually confirm that Southeast Queensland events, uh, I believe Kriegerberg and potentially Brizcon, are running the suppression mechanic. Mm. Oh. So, yeah, we will be seeing that. Um, I think there's a couple of other things in there that we're going to be seeing, but I will keep you posted on that. But if you seem to be painting up a panther in the next few weeks, you know why. Yeah, we know why, indeed. All right, so um, we're going to start wrapping this down, but before we do, I want to hit all of our sponsors. Yes, indeed. So, so these are all the people that have helped us out, who have dug deep and have done amazing things for us, and we would like to say a very public thank you. And we'll be saying thank you even more in the in the coming in the coming weeks but Harry, you want to kick it off all right top of the list uh marcus and the team at warlord games mm. have been phenomenal in the support that they've given to us and that guy, that guy is a lord he's a king he's a prince tristan is ready to swear allegiance i am i've yeah. drunk the kool-aid i've drunk the marcus flavored kool-aid it's delicious oh god i didn't even know they sold it oh yeah um Next off the bat, War and Peace Games, Sean, Ian, and the rest of the team mm. are just absolutely incredible. The support they give to the entire community is incredible. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, it's no exaggeration to say that without them and without their knowledge, we would not be able to do it right. No, we wouldn't have made it this far. Like, they, like Sean especially has really taken point on this one. And we have monthly meetings with Sean where we catch up and just have a really good chinwag about how things are progressing yeah. and what we're doing. And he's always just so positive. And... Look, in early days, um, when we were thinking about doing this, you know, we had a really good chat and there were some conversations in regards to maybe um, not so much expectations, but maybe, you know, ideas about how we would run it. And we came back with our ideas and he said, yeah, this all sounds fine. Go for it. There was never any pushback or arm bending or anything like that. It's just been a really positive experience through those guys. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I would be remiss if I did not put War Games Atlantic here. Mm. they have been Ooh. absolutely incredible yeah when we hit them up for prize support we were you know hoping for a couple of boxes here and there yeah and what they came back with blew us away it's insane so many boxes of infantry everyone's going home with some war games atlantic stuff yeah it's and as simple as that spend some time looking at those kits guys because they are top yeah top. There might even be a few show bags where I slip in like a couple of extra sprues here and there. So um, enjoy your show bags, guys. Yeah. Uh, Knights of Dice, as you know, Viv always comes to the table in spades. I know. This event has been no different. We need to get him on, don't we? We need we to get really him on the show. Like, yeah. It's been too long and yeah. it'd be great to sit and have a chat with him. Um, you know what I might do? You know what I might do? I mean, between, between you and I... I might see if I can run off at some stage and do a quick recording on my phone 
um, and just we'll cut that into the next episode, and we'll just do some on, you know, some, uh, you know, sort of. I'll, I'll go back to the drive-through because I've done a bacon burgers drive-through yes. since forever. I mean, so, we've both got half decent phones now, so yeah, it's true. Yeah, over the two days, if you and I zip around, and do a few drive-throughs. Be yeah, because we used to have um, we used to, Lockie used to do a bit of that, the Lockie on the beat, but yeah. um. Yeah, I think we'll have to get that one, get that one crackalacking again. But yeah, who else? Definitely, uh, Rubicon Models, another oh, big name in the community. Fantastic. Again, fantastic support. Yeah, and their kits get better and better with every release. Yeah, like seriously, I know we're probably going to lose a few of you listeners to the uh, their new Vietnam rule set. Yeah, so this is this this is the only thing I'm just like I I love the idea of the Vietnam rule set, but I'm also like I don't need to get into into another rule set. Yeah, but what other rule set allows you to wear aviators while blasting Fortunate Sun? It's true. Like freedom does intensify. Tell me that's not a compelling argument. It is a very compelling argument. You you might you might have won me over. Yeah, I don't even intend to myself, but there you go. Um, Now 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 you got to start waiting. Price of war. Oh, enough. Absolute another. king of a man. Um, yeah. Thanks to him, everyone will have an official CanCon 2023 D6 in their goodie bag. Now, to give um, you an idea, guys, if you ever play me, you will notice that any time I roll an important dice, I get my Moab uh, 2016 dice out, and that's the one that I always roll. Um, I love rolling that dice because I always do it for important rolls, and you know it sort of locks after me. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, everyone's going home with one of those because, uh, yeah, we got to pick the colour and it's got a little Bacon Burger logo on there. It's got CanCon 2023. So it's a little sort of nudge to sort of say, you know, thanks for coming and here's a, you know, something to remember your time by. Indeed. And then we have Eureka Miniatures. Now I'll tell you this. Nick Robson is a, Nick, Nick Robson is a lord. He's a king. The princely man. Kristen, how many lords are you intending to swear allegiance to? In the many, 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 many. I'll do it all. I'll slap myself around. I don't mind. Um, it's going to be an international incident. Yeah, um, Nick, has, Nick has been a supporter of ours for a long time. He's the kind of guy I love going to see Nick because every time I go and see him, he tries to sell me a new army. And it's always hard sort of saying, no, Nick, I don't need a new army. But, it's you know, in very, oh, it's, it's, it's rubbish because you walk in there, ah, hey, lad, how you doing? You're awesome. And the next thing you know, it's like he's showing you all this amazing stuff that Costa sculpted up, and it's just like, no, Nick, you need to stop. I can't do this. Yeah. And then, you know, what you really need is a new Russian army. It's like, no, I don't need a new Russian army. Maybe I do. I might be eyeing off a new Russian army in the not too far distant future. Really? I've got a friend who's got a, a bit of a love relationship for the KV2, and I'm corrupting him into bolt action. All right. So, yeah, anything that... A- uh, involves me avoiding multi-part plastics for Russians. Mm. I'm yeah. But yeah, um, Eureka Miniatures, they've got an amazing range when it comes to World War II. They've got Australians, Germans, uh, Russians. Uh, I think they're working. They've got a German horse-drawn limber now. Mm. Um, so if you're after a yeah, metal horse-drawn limber, uh, get, a, get around that. Um, I can't remember what else they do right. off the top of my head. So yeah, they do. Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah, um, Jonathan Hogg helped them design that. It's an amazing Chinese range. So uh, look out for those on the prize table. We'll probably have some stuff to give away from those guys. Uh, the next one, and we remembered this time. Go us. Yeah, look at this accessories. It's oh. get it with the Halo rig sat next to me. Um, yep. Again, 
the products that Battlefield accessories provide for the community are absolutely yep. insane. This yep. light halo is going to get a proper workout this year. Um, yeah, mine's 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 done like mine's done mine has done solid work the you know the last three or four years. Yeah. Um, again, to all the team at Battlefield Accessories, we cannot thank you enough. Yeah, you guys are legends. Um, then they're actually providing two tables of terrain for us as well. That is very true. And they're also giving away a limited edition. Um, it's a small little outhouse, but it's a sample of what they can do now. They're they're creating. Uh, a simple kind of like just glue together pre-painted building but it's also got like a texture on it so yeah what you'll get is like a little outhouse with a little funny bacon burgers logo on it that you can just take home glue together and pop it on your uh, tabletop so in your goodie bag you get your dice your little building your sprue um and you'll get some promotional stuff we're going to try and chuck maybe a, a, a freddo or two in there and then um yeah there'll be the other prize but we'll get to that in a minute mm, lovely uh deep cut studios mm. They came to the table in spades as well, um, providing us with a number of absolutely beautiful cloth mats for the gaming tables. And these mats are machine washable. They look fantastic. They're durable as all hell. Yeah. Um, if you are genuinely considering getting yourself a battle mat, I cannot recommend Deep Cut Studios highly enough. No, it's their, their stuff is incredible. Mm. Um, we have Kaiju Beer. That has generously donated. Uh, is it two slabs, Tristan? Uh, six. Six slabs. My six God. total. So, um, you'll have to forgive me. I am a little bit drunk on kaiju at the moment. Um, I've had quite a few ciders. It's quite warm this evening, and I've just decided to jump on it. Uh, but yeah, we've had. Uh, we've got four slabs of kaiju crush. We've got a slab of kaiju pale, and a slab of golden axe cider. So, um, yeah, basically what will happen is um, we're going to divvy them up. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it all out later. But, yeah, there'll be a, a lot of beer going home with people. Yeah. Best sports, I can tell you now, best oh, sports wow. is going home with a slab of beer. That's, that's in the bag. So if you, you, know, if you, uh, bring, your, you know, bring your best sportsmanship behavior to the table, no worries, son. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Here's a trophy and a slab of beer. Like, you know, for just for being a good dude. Great. I also want to give a shout out to Tim and the team at Canberra Gaming Society. At oh, CBS. yeah. They are the, the overall uh, body in charge of CanCon. Mm. And without them, this event would flat out not be possible. So thank you for being patient with Tristan and myself as we stumble through the uh, process of running an event this size. And yeah, they have been very patient with us. Working with you next year. Uh, yeah, 2024. It's been we look forward to. You might not, but we do. <laughs> yeah, it's been a phenomenal ride. And yeah, well, it's not I over yet. Honestly, can't wait to see what we can put together for the next event. Yeah, word. Um, and finally, I want to thank the rest of the Bacon Burgers for putting up with the. Hang on. Sorry, I'd also like to thank House of War. Ah, yes. we. Damn it. You'd think we'd get a handle on this by now. Nah, but it's like House of War were a, were a late comer to the support for yeah. our event, so hence the reason you've missed them. But yes, mm. we would like to you know send our um, default um, thanks to House of War. They've helped me with... Um, they give me a shitload of stuff for um, terrain. Um, they've donated a 3D printer uh, to give away, and that will be... So basically what will happen is, where folks, when you get your, uh, when you get your little show bag, 
dive into there, have a good look around. And if you pull out a Dice of War business card that has a gold star on it, you've won a 3D printer. So someone's winning a 3D printer before a, before a dice is even rolled. Okay? Yeah. So if we hear a scream of joy slash incredulation, we know it's who Garrett. you are. It's, it's Garrett. It's <laughs> Garrett. Yeah. Print um, it's going to be amazing. Oh, no, Garrett, you are not printing a horde of FT-17s. Yes, he is. That's not allowed. No. He's going to call it the Toaster Barrage. He's done that. He had the... Um... Char as like flagship, like the Protoss carrier. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, Rob has done that actually, hasn't he? And all the FTs like floating around it. It was the one list that completely beat my LODG. I couldn't beat it because he he ran. It was something like twelve FT seventeens and two chars at me. It was it was an armor platoon that was specifically designed to beat my LODG. I was like, there's nothing I could do. I couldn't hurt enough of them, and they just kept pinning me out. It was crazy. That's brilliant. Yeah, do it with a horde of Panzer ones. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fucking nuts. But yeah, um, Riordan and Deb, thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. You guys were, I mean, you guys always are just absolutely fantastic. And I would um, encourage people to go and have a look at the uh, House of War, what they've got going on, because they are actually starting to carry their own range of terrain building stuff. So static grass, clump flock, um, uh, bases, you know, all, like all kinds of stuff. They're actually starting to carry their own stuff now. So they're having that stuff made bought in and they're selling it so it's a lot cheaper than the woodland scenic stuff i've used it and it's really really good shit um anybody coming to cancon will actually see some of the stuff that you know they've got on on offer and um yeah if anybody's got any questions about any of the terrain that i've brought along please come along you know come up to me ask the questions and i'll, I'll quite happily run you through it so yeah last last yep, one sorry last and final thanks uh to the rest of the bacon burgers yep. for putting up with the madness that tristan and i have thrown ourselves into slash descended to um it, i mean that, that, that sounds that sounds amusing but seriously we have kind of put everyone under the pump this year yeah i mean um, the support that we've had from the rest of our cast and the yeah. rest of the community has been absolutely phenomenal um I that also think... sorry I've, I've got to stop interrupting it's just my fucking add is flaring up uh, the one thing I would also like to say is on top of the um, bacon burgers, the juggernauts for helping us do listing um, uh, list approvals. Yeah, that's been absolutely huge because you've caught a lot of things that Tristan and I would have missed. Mm. Um, you know, you guys are very much the uh, the wise counsel that we needed. Mm. Um, but as far as the rest of this goes, without a support network, I think we would have been gibbering idiots a long time ago. And who's to say that we're actually not gibbering idiots? I was going to say, speak for yourself, man. I'm a gibbering idiot. <laughs> and, you know, probably, well, definitely to uh, Nikki, Tristan's wife, and Ebony, my girlfriend, again, a huge thanks because making sure we've got our heads on straight is an invaluable thing. Mm. So thank you. Mm. And we'll do it all again next year. Hopefully, yeah, it'd be good. Unless you know one of us has a serious psychotic break and goes on a you know a stabbing pre a, a stabbing spree with a carrot or something. You know, it'll uh, we'll see what happens, but we'll be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. It's will you where the eggs are five times, and I will kill them. Yeah, with a carrot. Yeah, definitely a carrot. But yeah, look, um, everyone coming to CanCon. Uh, we'll see you in a week. Um, I think Rubes has designed to get this episode out uh, pretty quickly. Um, yeah. yep. the speed so because he's a work. fucking legend. 
Um, Rubes, now is it true? Have you put a leaf certificate in for next year? Um, not yet, but I will be. I um, unfortunately. Rubes, you better fucking sort that shit out, man. Because if you don't come next year, you're getting kidnapped and taken a fucking camp on. That, that's part Rubes, of the take ten d twenty psychic damage. <laughs> that's mm. part of the problem of having to put my leave dates anywhere up to eighteen months in advance. Um, not ideal. So yes, thank you to Hari for sussing out the most likely date next year, so I can. Mm plan around taking a couple of weeks off to get to CanCon. Um, yeah, so I haven't actually officially lodged them, but I have been working out the dates because I've got to set out all my all my leave for the next financial year uh, mm. very shortly. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well, hopefully, yeah, we see Rubes attend. Uh, there's talk that um, Big Russ is going to be down. Um, Tofa was talking about um, starting some sort of OnlyFans um, to get down here. That'll be horrendous, but we'll see what happens there. That'll be a good one. I mean, hopefully... Only acorns. Oh, the acorns. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all, three, all three of them. Um, all right, no stress. Look, I'm actually... Yeah, I'm pretty cooked. It's so fucking hot down here at the moment. But yeah, hopefully it's going to cool down soon. But yeah, look, yeah, to... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, you can play your little violin. Uh, I really don't give a shit. Um, yeah, so to everyone coming, we'll see you next week. We're really looking forward to seeing everyone catching up. Uh, to those not coming, uh, you will be missed, but, you know, hopefully next time. Um, and, yeah, we will have a big, um, you know, we'll have a, a bit of a, a wrap post-CanCon. We'll try and get an episode out pretty quickly post-CanCon and discuss, you know, all the particulars. At that stage, we can really, like, hammer down into the list crunch and, you know, sell, you know, tell everyone, you know, who took what and where and how and yada, yada, yada. And then also how well they went. How are they one? I'm going well, that's how tired I am. He's lost it now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I never, I never had it to begin with, but... Yeah. This is true. I think mm. that's why you dragged me along for the ride. It's true. It's going to be good. Uh, um, when you write your... You know, keep your ears open for the post-CanCon crunch uh, yep. episode, uh, where I go absolutely insane from dealing with maths for too long. And mm. it's that's why we've got Amph. What does the Amph to do it? He's like fucking Rain Man. It's great. Think of that. Yeah, that's oh, cool. easy. Done. All right. Yeah, there yeah. You go. it's gonna be a great episode. Easy. <laughs> uh, you know what we might even do? We might even get um, Rocket Man on for the next episode. Yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. We haven't heard from Anthony in ages. It'd be good to get Anth back on. And I mean, he'll just want to talk about beating up orcs with swords, or you know, rogering a dwarf with a nunchuck or something. But um, I'm sure that you know, I'm sure that we can fit some sort of decent chat out of him. Garrett, is that what you guys do when you go camping? Now, do you roger each other with nunchucks? More or less. More or less. Yeah, yeah. Albert by now. No, nah. we're still working our way up. Garrett's, oh, right. Garrett's the kind of guy. He's, he's. What are, you, what are you playing at the moment? You're playing a dwarf, aren't you? Yeah. And you got smashed during the last lap, didn't you? No, I, I had a cam. I was smashing. No, 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 no. I heard you guys were like walking around at night looking for treasure, and you were like bombed out of your mind. Oh yeah, that kind of smashed. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fucking loose unit. You're an absolute loose unit. It's like Rubes. Rubes is like who he's uh, associated with. He has to be. Yeah. No. This is Rube, this is Rubes used to do this. Uh, we're uh, rabbit holing. Uh, right mm, that's true. The and on yeah. that note, uh, people stay safe, roll dice, and create some great stories on the tabletop. Not guys. Good luck. Drive safe, and we'll see you at CanCon. And if not, have a good time nonetheless.